0: Hey, everybody. This is Raul Gonzalez. And I'm Oscar Ebietha, And this is Medicare Agent IQ. And the point of our podcast is we're really just trying to help insurance agents to be more successful at selling Medicare. So I was thinking about this. There's a lot of agents out there that just kind of feel like they're alone. Like they, they started, they maybe found Medicare somewhere online and they were like, oh, man, this is a good idea. And and then they just don't have like a, someone there to help them to be more successful. So. Just, uh, just yesterday, we got a, I got a message on our Instagram, and it was someone out in the Rio Grande Valley, which is really far south in Texas, and, sh- and she she said, hey, I-, I just feel like I'm alone out here. I really could use some help and really could could use uh, some more direction and was hoping that you would, would, would call. So this is why we do this. This is, this is why we just want to help other people out there to, to be successful in Medicare. We want to be a tool. We want to be that resource. Especially for those who
1: do feel like they're alone out there, even if you're not, there's there's a lot of good information, little nuggets of information that you can get. We talk about we're always reading books, yeah. right? And and we talk, you know, it's it's never a waste right. if if you can learn one thing from that book. And so I feel like that's the value that we want to bring to you here with this podcast. Is if you can take one thing away uh, from from our show. Then, then that's a win for us.
0: Yeah, because I also don't want to just put it like, hey, look, this show's not for you if, if, if you've already been doing this a long mm-hmm. time, if you have plenty of support, because you're, you're absolutely right. There's, mm-hmm. you, you're still, we're still going to be able to bring some value to, to you could have, you know, 20 years of experience, I think you can pick something up from mm-hmm. from this show, if, if not just motivation, if not just kind of keep focusing. Hey, what was that, there's a book that we were kind of reading at the same time, um, uh, The Power of One More from Ed Milet. My Okay. Um, yeah. And, and he talks about kind of being focused. And, and I can't remember what the word he actually used to. I'm putting you on the spot. Do you remember? <laughs> you're, you're putting me it. on the
1: spot and I do not remember <laughs> <Got> it. it. <laughs>
0: well, basically, he talks about, you know, like when you're driving and you see a car uh, or, or you're thinking, I want I want to get this car. And all of a sudden, everywhere you look, every time you turn, you see that car. Yeah. And, it's just, it, and it's just everywhere. Well, that's kind of what we want to do with Medicare. Let's get focused on, especially as we get closer and closer to AEP. We want to, we want to be ready for that and so that's what this show is kind of going to do for you is just help you keep focused and 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 keep your mind on at least say keep your keep your eyes on the prize Mm -hmm. right keep your mind on what we're doing so today we're going to talk about uh dual special needs plans and so i'll tell you that here in san antonio there's a pretty big need for for people who are on um, or people who do have both Medicare and Medicaid, we have a low income population. And I would venture to say if you're in one of the bigger cities in any state, there's probably a good amount of people that are lower income that could probably benefit from uh, or who are probably already benefiting from uh, Medicaid. And so I would I would say that 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 this would be useful for most of those people. Um, There are people even in the smaller metro areas where like down in the Rio Grande Valley where uh, being a dual special, someone with both Medicare and Medicaid, let's explain that first. I keep calling everyone dual. So if you don't know what it is, uh, what is a, what, what is someone who is a dual special what's dual special when you hear
1: us using the term dual um we're referring to somebody who has both medicare and medicaid in most states it's it's called referred to as medicaid here in texas it's medicaid it it may vary uh in some other states I think in
0: california it's medi-cal or yeah so it's different different names but kind of pretty much the same thing it's a state program that is kind of subsidized by the federal government, but it's a state program. So each, so Medicare, Medicaid is run by the state, uh, by each state. So that's why it varies depending on, on where you're at.
1: Yeah, and so today we're just diving into selling to that population, what bringing the, you know, explaining to them what the value is, Uh, in a Medicare Advantage plan and having that conversation with them and educating them and just letting them know that about all the extra benefits um, that they may qualify for that. So again, when you hear us using the word dual, or we refer to somebody as a dual, we're referring to somebody who has both Medicare and Medicaid.
0: Yeah, I was trying to get myself to stop saying dual and I'm like, all right, (laughs) just explain it. Yeah. So, so we're going to do right now is kind of talk a little bit about the needs. So there there, are so in addition to the fact that there are special needs uh, for that dual client, realistically, even as an agent, there's some special needs that sometimes that they might have, right. So one of those would be even applying for it and so some some agents are are say you know what let me help you with this others others maybe hand it off to to someone in a nonprofit that does it and then others might just just give them direction to the state and i don't think that there's a wrong way to do it i think obviously if you can help them apply you're adding some value but you're also kind of putting yourself a little at risk right like to like if 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 it comes back a couple of times wrong they they didn't get it because they missed something you're kind of putting that back on yourself but i've seen a lot of agents where they've helped people apply for Medicaid and those people are so grateful right yeah
1: yeah we have a, we have an agency down in in South Texas and they that's really a lot of the business that they generate is because they're helping people apply for uh, Medicaid so what they've done as agents is they've become familiar with how to apply for that program and so they assist people and so they're bringing value again we don't you and I both know that we don't get paid to to help somebody sign up or to qualify for Medicaid, but they understand that they're helping these people. They're putting them in a better place, and then once they get them qualified for Medicaid, they talk. You know, they they get them enrolled into a Medicare Advantage plan where they get a lot of extra benefits. So I think the heart of it is they want to help people, and and they're doing that, and that brings value to you as an agent. There, it helps with retention. So if you're trying to right, why do we get into this business? It's for the the residuals. And so we want, uh, I've heard this term recently, uh, sticky, a sticky book, right? We want people who get onto our book of business, and they stick on our book of business. And I think that, that agency is down in South Texas is a great example of that is their retention is very high, simply because they're going above and beyond and doing extra services for their clients.
0: Yeah. You know, one of the things that people would say about the dual client is that they sometimes lack loyalty. And you're saying that that's not necessarily true. Right? I believe that it's
1: the opposite. And I think you and I would agree. We've, we've had some conversations with agents where they've said to us, they're not, they're not very loyal, but I would argue that it's probably the opposite. They might be the most loyal because we're going above and beyond and we're doing these extra things. If you're willing
0: to do those extra things, right? Like if you're willing to kind of, so, so I think it would take a little bit, maybe it takes a little bit more to earn that loyalty, but once you do yours. Oh, yeah. and, and you know, every once in a while. So I had so so um, Natalie, who was on our show not too long ago, she had a, a situation, she called me, she was like, Yeah, man, it was one of those clients that called me all the time, I couldn't believe that they got that they got switched. And they, they the reason I found out is because they called me because they were having an issue with their plan. And I was like, Wait, uh, and the, she looked and she saw that they weren't still on the plan but here was the thing they still called her because they were loyal to her and so she was able to move them back to the plan that they were originally on cuz they actually kind of uh they say they got you know how they, they'll they say they got tricked into it but basically someone met with them and told them hey look at all this look at all the benefits and maybe don't make it clear hey you're also losing your agent who's right. who's been there for you so um i would say that they they, they can be very loyal if if you earn that loyalty right. so um so that's what the dual client looks like they're 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 a little different you know sometimes with uh the, the understanding is, is a little different also i think that sometimes you know, they're they're a less educated population in general. Like you know, we it, it's very difficult. We, we don't want to generalize, but I would say that the that the the dual population they're 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 low income, and uh, so a lot of times maybe their their reading levels not where we would hope it would be, and so there's. There's some challenges that we have to kind of navigate within that, but nothing that would say, oh, man, I don't want to work with that population. If anything, I'm like, man, for me, it's really cool. The idea that I can help these people and put them in a better situation that maybe they didn't realize that they could be on. So let's talk about why we would enroll someone who because so. So right now, if you have medic and you're in texas and that's that's what we're speaking to right now but, but for the most part in most places you have the freedom to go to most doctors you want to go to yep that's right as long as they take
1: both your medicare and and medicaid
0: right and, and so why would you then say or why would we move someone over to a medicare advantage plan if they have all that freedom well, that's when you have that
1: conversation with them and you explain to them that there are some additional benefits that they could be getting right. uh, if they enroll into a Medicare Advantage plan. And so it's the easy ones, the, the obvious ones that we see on the television, um, it, you know, the, the dental benefits, uh, which are not covered by Medicare and Medicaid uh, vision hearing benefits transportation can be a a big issue for the low-income population if they're if they struggle just to get a ride to the doctor or maybe they don't get to the doctor because of lack of transportation that's where we can have the conversation with them and say hey look with a medicare advantage plan some of these plans include a transportation benefit um the the big one that that we see these days is uh is a grocery card that's real popular here in texas right a grocery card or getting assistance with paying your utility bills um that's that's a huge piece and so they just sometimes they don't know what they don't know and so they don't they aren't aware that they because they have both medicare and medicaid that they have value um you know in one of these medicare advantage plans and so it's just a matter of having the conversation with them and saying hey look these are all the extra benefits that you can get yes there's a network um but let's see what we can do to let's make sure that your doctors are in the network let's find out which doctors are important to you that's where we start to do some digging and uncover information and really just build the value and, and have it make sense to
0: them so that they decide to go ahead and enroll into the plan yeah and i know there's uh statistics about just kind of people who who don't take care of their dental hygiene and what that can do to their heart what you know their people are higher at risk uh have a higher risk for heart disease if they have gum disease and and those types of things. And so if Medicare and Medicaid don't offer dental, I think that right there, just kind of overall picture and why you should say, hey, look, this is something I maybe could look at is again, when we talk about helping people, what's important to me and, and just kind of what, because like the why of what we do, what we do is not to make money, right? Yeah. We, there's a, there was that book, uh, uh, find your why, right? And, and the why of why, why we're in this business is we get to help people in one of that, one, help people maybe live a healthier life also. So they get some things that maybe they, they didn't get before, but that dental could be a big contributor to their overall health, if all of a sudden someone's getting their dental health taken care of where they couldn't before. So that to me is one big thing. But also people on managed care tend to live longer than people who aren't. And the reason is, is those plans that they get on, the doctors are incentivized for bringing them in, usually going to be on a quarterly basis, if they go into an HMO, they're gonna bring them in on a quarterly basis, they're gonna do blood work, they're gonna, you know, find out if, if, if something's happened, and a lot of times early detection is the key to keeping people alive. So when you look at it kind of big picture, you're in addition, you're, you're of course, you're making money to do it. But you're helping people and you're putting them in a better position and that's why an advantage plan would make sense even for a duel like you know because the worst case to me is you you, we've all heard these stories where someone didn't go to the doctor they're 75 now they didn't go to the doctor almost ever their whole life and all of a sudden they come down with this thing and they've got this cough that won't go away and then they get the news Mm -hmm. sorry but you're gonna be um, you've, only, you've got cancer, you've only got, you know, five weeks to live, those types of things. You hear those stories and they're heartbreaking. Well, if they, that's because they're on a fee for service, right? They just, they go and, and they they just, they go to the doctor, the doctor's responsible for treating the sickness, where on an advantage plan on managed care, they're responsible for Helping people to be healthier. So, got on my soapbox there, but <laughs> I love but it's, it. Though. It's such a big thing, and it's a big picture that people don't always fully. Even agents don't fully understand. And I want it. Like, I want to get excited about the idea that I get to help. And I think about my own grandparents. I think about their situation. They weren't duals, but they were kind of like right in the middle. They were uh, uh, just over the just over the line. I think that that uh, there's a lot of people who are. But but even then, they benefit from being on managed care when you think about their overall health. So. Okay. That's why it's important to me. That's why I'm like, when people are like, No, you know, don't get on an Advantage plan. No, absolutely get on an Advantage plan. It makes sense. And the, the, the question that you have is, if it's your own grandmother, Oscar, if it's your own grandmother, or your own mom, who is on Medicare, and she was a dual, would you put her on, an, on, on a dual special needs plan? easy answers. Yes, without Absolutely. a doubt. Right. Yeah. It's, and, then, and so I can sleep really well at night knowing that I, w- I would do the same exact thing for my own mom or grandmother that I'm doing for these seniors. So yep. so that's why that's why we do that. There's a lot of benefits to it. So uh, let's talk about where you would find the dual special needs clients because they're out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it's not in the traditional ways like uh, what we've seen is that online advertising, like the social media, Google ads, things like that, those aren't really working Mm -hmm. for them a whole lot, right? No, they're not
1: working, you got to you got to get out there, you got to get into the community. And you got to find those pockets of of wherever it is that you are. But usually it's it's going to be in your lower income areas. Uh, And so in senior senior apartment complexes, uh, housing complexes, that's where you want to go and get out and find these people because you're not the reality is you may you if you're doing you're doing online advertising you may find some of those yeah, a couple but, right but for the most part you got to get out there and you got to go find them and it's not going to be online
0: yeah it, you know I always talk about meeting people where they're at and you know realistically are 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 a lot of the low-income people um, sitting at home on their phones on the internet probably not, not at least not in the same way uh, nowadays a lot of people have phones but a lot of this population might even have the flip phones mm-hmm. you know they're they're getting those the, the free phones yeah the free mm-hmm. phones but they're flip phones they're not smartphones a lot of the time so so it, it's you, you've you've got to get out um you mentioned uh you mentioned senior centers i i think that uh even um, getting referrals from those dentists, right? That's a, that's, a, that's something that, that could happen. Also, some doctors could could give you referrals to those low income people that they're seeing on a regular basis. So what happens is, especially with the doctors, you want to, you want to help them to understand why obviously there's benefits of being on an Advantage plan, and then talk to them like, hey, if you ever see someone that comes in with just original Medicare and Medicaid, just think about the fact that there's an opportunity here. So that's another thing to do mm. to 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 get those uh, to to run into them. And uh, this is where we see a lot of the retail. When we talk about retail, I'm talking about setting up a booth at, at maybe at a at grocery a, a store. grocery store or or um, or even at um, dollar store. Yeah, flea markets. Yeah, they're, I don't know. I, I don't know if their flea markets are all over <laughs> the, the way that they are here here in in Texas. And south texas but uh but but those are places where these low-income seniors are going and uh i think you mentioned dollar stores like yeah. dollar generals and things like that Man, if you could set up a table at a place like that this is where those people are going to come and talk to you and in, engage with you
1: yeah i want to and i want to talk a little bit about about retail right we we know these big grocery chains we know the the walmart if you're in texas you know heb is king here in texas um, But Let's talk about the dollar stores, the dollar generals. Those are usually community stores and it's a lot easier to get into a store there than it would be to get into a big retail retail right. chain uh, grocery store, unless your, your upline has some kind of contract where they can get you into a grocery, a bigger grocery store. But if you don't, or if there's no opportunity there, I would say get out there and look for the, the dollar trees, the dollar generals, because a lot of those uh, permissions are going to come from right there at the local level, the, the local managers so if you just walk in and have that conversation with the manager and say to them hey look i'd love to set up a, a table right outside of your store and just be a resource uh to, to answer any questions that people may have about medicare you can get them to sign off you can get that manager to approve it they don't have to shoot it up the chain or they they don't they're not going to shut you down um, because it's a huge corporate decision that you can get permission from there and so they're usually in the lower income areas yeah. and so that's that's I th- in my opinion um, it's it's a hidden gem for, for agents who are looking for activity, it, agents who are looking to grow their book of business. If you're, we always say this, right? If you're sitting at home, you're not gonna be writing any business there. So it's better to be at a Dollar General for a few hours a day or a few hours a week, even if you don't speak to anybody, at least you put yourself out there and you gave yourself an opportunity to get in front of people versus being at home doing nothing.
0: Yeah, I, w- I would say that uh, another place that i've seen people is at mcdonald's i know that sounds crazy but but imagine just going and talking to the manager first hey would it be okay if i pay for for cups of coffee for seniors and set up a Set, set, just set it up there. And they come get a cup of coffee and it's on you. There's seniors there. If you ever go into a, a, a McDonald's in the morning, so go in a low income area, there's gonna be seniors there sometimes. And they love every, the, the, the thing that seniors love is the word free, right? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of seniors. So if you're just offering a free cup of coffee, and really what you do from there, is just kind of see if you can turn that into a conversation. Yeah. By the way, what I, you know, thanks, I'm glad you got some coffee. Hey, by the way, you know, are you on any kind of insurance? Are you on Are you on a, a, a special needs plan right now, or anything like that? Are you mm-hmm. on a, Are you on a Medicare Advantage plan? And sometimes they'll mention, "Yeah, you know what? I'm on I'm on this plan." And they're like, "Oh, wow." Did you know about this other plan that that's doubling the the amount of dental that you mm-hmm. get like from, you know, and, and, and you can just throw those kinds of things out there. Some of them are gonna say, Oh, no, I'm good. Thanks. And that's okay. That's not who I'm looking for. I'm looking for the ones that they're like, Oh, wow, I didn't, I didn't know that that was an option. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I could. I didn't know that there was other options out there. I just got on this because this was what my, uh, what my sister was on. Yeah, and the big thing is these people get on a plan and a lot of
1: times they stay on that plan for years. Yeah. And as we all know, plans change from one year to the next. And so it's important to get that information we just want to educate them and let them know especially with open enrollment around the corner we want to explain to these people hey let's do a plan review and let's look at let's look at what your plan is looking like for next year and let's see if there are any other options so again it's just having the conversation saying the right words to open up an opportunity for yourself
0: yeah yeah um next next thing i wanted to to talk about was how to communicate with dual clients and this is one that i want to make sure that that really that we all understand and and what it is is uh i think this isn't maybe the most appropriate time to to break out your your largest vocabulary words right and one thing that we know about the average Uh, low income individuals, maybe their education level is not as high as as yours. And so I I hate to see people use these words that maybe the average senior is not going to understand, especially the average low income senior. So I would say that you would you would do that a lot of times. They're, you know, I want to make sure that I'm talking uh, and I'm I'm trying to teach this to my, even to my son right now at this young age, but like when, when people kind of talk in a a low voice, like kind of like what I'm doing right now, they're not fully communicating to, to that senior and maybe, maybe they're hard of hearing and maybe it's, you know, it's, it's a struggle. So make sure that you're, that that you're. you're talking, you're projecting your voice, yeah. talking loud enough that we're, they're going to understand. Um, I'd also say maybe slow things down yeah. a little bit.
1: Don't, don't be in such a hurry. I think eye contact, if you're meeting face to face, it's, in my opinion, the best way, right? But if you're meeting face to face, eye contact, make sure that you're reading their facial expressions and get a gauge on whether or not they're understanding what it is that you're saying. Maybe take a moment to pause and say, hey, look, does everything make sense so far? Is there anything you have a question about? But going back to your vocabulary, use of vocabulary, don't use the big words because, uh, or stay away from it because even if you are using those big words, I, I I would argue that they're gonna just let you go on with whatever it is that you're saying and not stop you and say, hey, what does that mean mean? because maybe they're they might be a little bit embarrassed i know sometimes i am right when we use when we're in conversations and people use big words i'm like oh gosh i have to pull out my phone and google what that means and kind of make it make sense for whatever context it was being used in so don't overdo it with with the words i'd say simplify it slow yourself down uh, and make sure that you're projecting well enough and, and just doing a good job of communicating make them feel good make them feel at ease make them feel like they're in a in a
0: in a safe space with you i think empathize Mm -hmm. Uh, you know i've i've seen where seniors are gonna especially these low-income seniors are gonna tell you about their story they're gonna tell you about the fact that you know financially they're struggling and I've been in appointments with agents and it's so frustrating because, you know, when I go and I do a ride along and just kind of help and and guide them, the senior starts telling them, yeah, it's, you know, it's been a struggle lately. I haven't been able to, to pay this and and I haven't been able to, uh, to, to, to pay for that. And Now I found out that my, my daughter lost her job. And so her and her son are going to move in here and it's a struggle and I don't even know what I'm going to do. And I'll see people writing and say, uh huh yeah mm-hmm. and kind of like like that like if that's your heart it may, this isn't the right business for you and that's a, that's a that's a hard thing to say but but realistically like to put down your pen and if they're if they're pouring out their 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 story to you that that's heartbreaking, or whatever it is, take the time, like, listen to them, these people, they're, they're people, they're important, like they deserve respect. And, and let's let's actually care for the individuals. And, and like, it, don't don't make this about like, okay, I got another cell, like, this is about a, an individual that you have in front of you a person, and they deserve respect. So
1: yeah, and then and then all that being said, right, you're, you're hearing this, you're hearing everything that they're saying to you. Maybe this person is not already on Medicaid, but you've discovered that they may qualify. So what are we going to do? We, we get to be the hero in this situation. And we get to say, hey, look, I can help you, you know, the, the, the $164.90 that they're deducting from your social security check. I think we can, we can, Get you on a program where they're not going to take that out of your social security check. In addition to that, with this Medicare Advantage plan, you being a dual, you can qualify for a grocery benefit. You can get you know up to one hundred and fifty dollars a month. So what happens there in in that situation? You just you just put one hundred and sixty five dollars back into their into their social security check on a monthly basis, and you gave them one hundred and fifty dollars in a grocery benefit. You just that's a three hundred dollars swing uh, that you can help. And so we talk about why we 're in this business and why we do this and, and empathizing and so it's like man it's it's a great feeling and, and you know right back when 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 we used to sell a whole bunch when you're able to bring that to somebody I mean you they they love you and, and everything that you did for them uh, and of you're course hero. you're the hero and yeah. of course we're gonna get paid for that transaction but the the best part of it is we get to walk away with our head up high and say hey look wow I really helped this individual and, yeah. and I know that they're they're grateful and they're gonna be loyal believe that they're going to be loyal and they're probably going to refer some people over to you
0: yeah yeah hey uh i want to talk real quick about a a couple of common challenges that people have in dealing with low income or the the dual population and uh just just a couple of obviously um there are people who would say that they're they are less loyal i don't personally believe that i think that they are they are as loyal as as you earn and if you earn that loyalty, they're going to be there. And we talked about this earlier, but I just kind of wanted to, to reiterate that, 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 that there's a challenge of loyalty. But when you, when you are that first person, tell them, I want to be the first person you call, if there's ever an issue. Now, understand that there's going to be things that I'm going to have to tell you to call the 800 number. And and but I want to be the first call because there are some things that I just know off the top of my head. Right? Like if you if you call me and say, Hey, I started uh, wanting to go to the gym, Raul. And uh, uh, what number do I call to, to go to the gym? Oh, let me just look it up for you and take you know, wh- where are you at? Oh, okay. Look, I know exactly. There's a gym. That's about a half a mile from you. That's a question I can answer for you without you having to call the 800 number. So I just saved you time. So make me your first call. And so it's about building that loyalty. When you're the first call and you actually return their call, I was just talking to you about, there was an individual, I missed their call twice. I always follow up, but usually by then they have wanted their answer right now. I was like, hey, before we even start recording this podcast today, I need to take this call because I want them to know how important they are to me. Let people know how important that they are to you. That's gonna build that loyalty. So I say we can overcome that, that, uh, that challenge And I would say another challenge is is a lot of times they're calling more. Um, And what I mean is, is sometimes I'll talk to agents and they're like, Yeah, this client doesn't really know how to read. And so they asked me to come on over and just read this letter that they got they didn't understand it and it's, it came from the carrier and so i'm going to go over there and do that so those are the kind of things that again that are building loyalty but it's a little bit more work yeah. right now if you're listening and and
1: you're getting discouraged by what what raul just said he's like well i don't want that i don't want to be having to go over to my client's house and reading a letter uh, I, I would don't so don't shy away from that i i would I would say, because I've, I've been in that situation, and what I do is, hey, is there anybody in the house, uh, do, or I would ask, do you have a smartphone? Are you able to take pictures with your phone, or is there anybody For them to your, send it to you so you don't yeah, have to go over. Yeah. Love there, that. Is there anybody in your house? As, does your daughter live with you? Is anybody there who's got a smartphone? Can you do me a favor? Can you just have them take a picture of it and send it over to me? And 77 70% of the time, maybe even higher, it's it's an ad. It's yeah. an advertisement. You just look at the, the, the reading at the very bottom and it says, this is an advertisement, not affiliated and it's just, oh, hey, Mrs. Mrs. Betty Sue. It's, you can throw that away. It's just an advertisement, but thank you so much for calling me. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling me and not calling that number that's on that on that sheet of paper.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's super, super easy. I'm glad that you brought that up. Uh, but, but I will say like part, part of this business, part of why you're getting perpetual income is because there is some 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 Mm -hmm. extra work and and we we should be earning our our pay it's like we enroll them one time make them be, be the first call and i'll tell you if if you're not comfortable with being that first call He'll probably find an agent who, yeah. who will so i hey, love that you said that sorry real quick I, i've had that conversation
1: with agents where they tell me hey this person just keeps calling i'll say hey look you're just going out to earn that renewal for this month
0: right <laughs> yeah like like it's especially with with that because ev- every client that you keep for this year that's a sell i didn't have to get for this year right yeah. so hey uh just wanted to, to go ahead and close up. I would just encourage everybody, don't be afraid to, to sell to that dual population. That's what this whole thing is. And, and make it part of your strategy. Uh, it, it it feels really good to know that you're helping other people. And uh, that, that to me is why I do what I do. So it, it feels really good. Any other last thoughts?
1: I got nothing. I think this was a
0: great show. I feel like we could probably go on a little bit longer. But, yeah. uh, but no, this is great. Well, if you have any other questions, do us a favor, shoot us a, a, a message on, uh, we're on Instagram, on TikTok, we're on um, Facebook, so pretty much in uh, YouTube. So if you're if you're on any of those platforms, don't hesitate to reach out. Hey, just do me one favor. If you uh, find this helpful at all, if you know someone else who works in Medicare, would you share it with them? that's the only way that that people will find this content is with people like yourself who have engaged with it, listened all the way through the end. If you would do us a favor, share it with a friend, because I know that there's other agents out there that would find this valuable. So until next time, thank you guys so much.